Right now, a future president could be running as a local candidate on your ballot. This person is vying to represent you, your family, and your community. Do you know what they are and what they stand for? Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased, up-to-the-minute election information on the candidates running in local races. Just enter your address to get started. Your vote is your power, the power to decide who represents you in 2022 and beyond. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on election day. today oh good thank you how about you uh not too bad uh all right i get a little break after you to edit some of these episodes and then i got a couple more this afternoon so oh so you already had one this morning i had two before you i'm, I'm doing about four to six a day uh, there's oh, uh, wow. 200 candidates across the state in, in all the offices so good good for you trying to fit everybody in <laughs> yeah Excellent. All right, man. So let's yeah. cut to the chase, man. Let's uh, let's yeah. get right into the thick of it and let the people know okay. who you are and what you're up to. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's start it off simple. For those of uh, those that don't know you, who are you and what office are you running for? Uh, Jeffrey Lindner, um, and I'm running for the Kauai County Council. Right on. So. Yeah. Um, before we step into you in your campaign, we're having a little educational bit about this with the audience because many don't know how to properly engage with their political officials and some don't know what they do. So could you, from yeah. your perspective, give a little breakdown on what that office entails? Um, the Kauai County Council? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they set policy for the uh, the island, um, and that would be legislative. They they would legislate things uh, for you know particularly uh, land legislation. Basically, what um, 
what you can do with land, the different uh, types of the zoning, um, you know, uh, and all the laws uh, and, and, and benefits for the people, try to, you know, uh, provide safety and uh, access to access to um, you know public land. Uh, yeah, so it's it's a big it's a big responsibility. They have have a have a lot of uh, you know it's important that they get it right. That it is. So uh, before we get into the things that you want to get right, uh, give us a brief history about yourself. Okay, um, so I, I moved here in the mid uh, '80s, and you know, I, I had uh, I was in India for a couple of years. I had a spiritual teacher who passed, and moved here with my uh, young daughter and mother. And basically, you know, I um, have been here ever since. Uh, you know, back then, the the land was you know the the, the sugarcane companies had just sort of started selling off their outer holdings and I had a little money then and I bought some parcels and I, I did a, a ag subdivision back in the late 80s um, mainly because it was on the North Shore and, and Princeville was a sort of a, a second house uh, you know second uh, you know vacation house and uh, really not a community and it just felt like, uh, you know, the community needed to expand. I, um, in the subdivision, I included a school because it's hard to get the zoning, you know, with, um, everybody has to agree. So, um, so that was, that was pretty much the start here. And, um, I've been, you know, I was, I was doing ag subdivisions pretty much, uh, since. So, you know, I'm a businessman and I'm a land developer and, I guess, yeah, the, uh, the you know, I, I, I want to, I have experience, uh, direct experience working with the county and the results of their policies. And, you know, um, I want to sort of give that knowledge uh, to people and, and to, for people to really see where are, are we at uh, with the housing today, you know, um, and, and going into the future, uh, where does it look like we're going to go from, from the past policies and what is the deal with agricultural land? Um, they tried to um, protect it, uh, but they, they didn't. They sort of failed. Hmm. Well, you know, I think a lot of that rests with the, the, the whole deregulation of the ag department. It's barely getting rebuilt now. I mean, less than 1% of the, of, of the state's designated funding goes to ag. I mean, that's I think that's something from the bottom to the top we, we should all be bringing to attention uh, right now. I think that's where the lack of support you, you get there comes from is because there's nothing, there's nothing worried about at the state level because they've given in the special interests, so nobody has anything on the county level to work with. Right. So when you speak of ag, Deregu what was it deregulation what yeah to? Uh, well there's so much that the state's not doing or supplementing anymore that completely falls in the private market now and we've kind of been beholden to mainland privatization and there's nothing sustainably hawaii in the equation of that yeah i guess you know my perception is is that agricultural land was 
designated back in 1959 as sort of land that they didn't really know what anybody wanted to do with and that it was sort of it was restricted it it didn't really have i mean and it and don't get me wrong i understand that the lack the the lack of density on the islands is a great thing and it benefits every you know it benefits a lot of people but it but the but the um it wasn't planned that was not planned um as a conservation uh thing it was that the five you know companies or families or um had controlled all the development and the agricultural land um was sort of left with you know very little development rights and you had to go in and you have to you know, I guess although in Maui it's a little, it's a little different. But on Kauai, Kauai, there was from the from, and and in the and the government basically, um, sort of followed or you know, you know, I guess went along with the the uh, the fact that they it was a relentless um, sort of war against agricultural subdivisions and that basically. Um, I mean, you know, and it's not like it isn't that way on Maui. Maui, basically, um, I, you know, the the ag subdivision was never made sort of a pariah and tried to um, prevent ag subdivision. But if you look on the North Shore, um, and then with with you know my experience, I have considerable experience. Um, uh, they did one thing after they took away the, the the open density the open density was like thousands of of potential dwellings on on agricultural land um they um and then they uh and then they you know they they talked about a moratorium they did a a a, a, a um general plan update in 2000 and, and and a good example is you know if somebody wants to try it you can you can type in Google you can Google Maui Ag uh, subdivisions and you can put in Kauai Ag subdivisions uh, Maui Ag subdivisions are going to have a list of all the Ag subdivisions and you know just a, a, a detail of them if you put in Kauai Ag subdivision you're going to get the uh, the general plan update. Uh, that sort of talks against um, ag subdivisions and uh, things, things, uh, things like you know, taking away open density and and the bonus density, and that basically we should protect it for for uh, farms and 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 um, and uh, you know, keeping wide open. Um, views and things like that but but they didn't and so um and 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 so i mean but in effect what happened is that i don't think there was hasn't been a ag subdivision since uh 2000 and all that density there's no farms all the big chunks of, of property there's no farms. There's um, there hasn't been cut up, and there's no dwellings because it's all been bought up by billionaires. It's like thousands and thousands of acres have been bought up, and so where did that go? That's gone. 
that's gone agricultural land because they couldn't come up with a plan to basically and 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 one of the big you know arguments was well these are estate these are estate farmers you know these are or whatever these are um you know uh rich you know estate farmers and and some of it has turned out to be true but there are a lot of of local farmers who were able to, to buy in at those prices and um still still have those still have those um parcels and which they can pass down to the family so uh, so so my point and 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 the way it's going there is not going to be any ag land the ag land on the north shore quite is gone you know, it's all large thousands of acres have been bought in and then and then some of them have been CPR'd and in, in hundreds of acres to wealthy people. And so and, and their argument was that, oh, there are these large uh, parcels that are, you know, being bought by by wealthy people. But all that means is you just you could have had broken it up with less infrastructure. You could have put more density on it. Right, you could have had more density, less infrastructure, make it more affordable, and you know, because large parcels is exclusionary zoning. That's just that's the, the that's the rule, uh, and so there were a lot of things that could have been done, and that that weren't done, and the agricultural land is going. And then when you go down to Lahui, the other thing they did in in, uh, in two thousand was they changed the the rule that you can only you can only um, uh, convert ag land to residential commercial around urban land, right? Well, urban land, the guy that owns, you know, 40,000 acres around Lahui, which is urban, he owns 40,000 acres around it, and there's no incentive for him to do ag subdivisions if he can convert ag land to residential, commercial, industrial resort. So, the the fact of the matter is that the 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 housing crisis uh, could have been, you know, the source of it was not looking at ag land as a um, appropriate, you know, get the right mix for the local people. And 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 there's still time because you have kapa, you have people, local people who have 15, 20 acres. Those people can still, I mean, you know, the, um, the, you know, and, and 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 residential can can build like ADUs and additional, uh, you know, rental units and ag land. So there, it's basically that the question is: is why has there been such an attack on ag land? And and I, I think the local people, you know. It, understand it or i think that that they see that you know it's nice that people are doing affordable housing you know and but that's not gonna do it and then they're talking about affordable housing that you rent so lahui is it, the, the the you know state of the of the of the future is um lahui is going to be a metropolis and you know there and there isn't much opportunity for agricultural people who worked on the plantations and had that agricultural land to ever live on it or to farm it. Interesting. I'd love to extrapolate on this more in the future, but we've only got so much time. I'd like to okay, know sir. what else you yeah. have in mind for your seat. 
What 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 lies beyond uh, the ag and housing debate? Okay, well, you know, if you've lived in Hawaii, basically nobody can live in Hawaii and ignore the Hawaiian condition. And you know, um, the and it's good now that the that the Hawaiians are getting some money to develop some of the homeland with people have been waiting, you know, their, their lives. And so I think that's, that is a good uh, indication of something, you know, that is something is starting to shift as well, but the, but, but more, you know, the, but the sort of a, uh, you know, the, a root cause I feel is that the, um, the state and the, and the islands, the counties need to go back and they re, they need to review what, happened or, or you know what about the hawaiian culture you know when it was all when initially when they came in and wrote the culture down and uh recorded it that the, that you know that there was that it needs to be reviewed that it was, it's more of a evolved culture it's it, it's a higher philosophical culture and that basically the status right now is that the Hawaiian culture was polytheistic, right? And so polytheistic means that, I mean, there's no sort of universal being, no universal consciousness. And how can you see, and that's wrong, how can you see the hula, you know, how can you see the chants, you meet the Hawaiian people, have some big heart like that, that they don't have some universal wisdom inside themselves. And so, um, that needs to go back. There, there should be funds spent to re-look at what some of, and, and, and people think, oh, the Hawaiian culture's lost. It's not lost. They're, they were connected, the, the, um, the, you know, the, that culture is similar to the Vedic cultures, the, the, you know, the, the chance to nature, you know, the, the, um, the, the one in the many, right? There's the one in the many, Basically, the Hawaiian culture has been just the many, and there isn't any inner, that inner source has been lost. So um, that's, you know, that's an essential thing. I think that's coming. There's a lot of data out, a lot of, you know, um, you know, uh, cultural, um, you know, knowledge that's been developed. And Hawaii needs to be, the Hawaiian culture needs to be looked at in a different way in a different manner. I appreciate that. You know, I feel uh, most of us Canucks kind of get the short end of the stick on, on bias sometimes just because of us coming into America so late in the game. So we still get the pat on the head, good little savage routine sometimes. And it gets kind of annoying because we get a, we feel a little discredited, you know, especially having been, you know, um, as well put together as we were until statehood. So uh, I, I appreciate uh, your, your want to integrate with our culture and respect it as, as a, a found member of Hawaii. So I, 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 I really appreciate that. Uh, beyond that, what else yep. do you have in mind for your seat? Well, I'm, I, I think that the, uh, the ag or the, the land zoning, you know, there's a lot of things that have come out of the, um, of the, the zoning and the, and the, um, allowing agricultural land so, so if if you um do an ag subdivision then people what they will do is they will put a condition on well we're going to give access 
to the force reserve, right? We're going to, you know, they can get things, you know, for that, or we're going to give access to the beach. And so, um, so, you know, being able to provide more things for the local people. I mean, even, even um, what we have now, as far as local people going to, to the beaches, I mean, you know, the, they'll limit those beaches and then those permits will be, those permits will be up, you know, they'll, they'll be filled up for months after that. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's the idea that the, that nature, you know, that the Hawaiian nature, that, you know, the Hawaiians were in touch with the nature and they sort of, you know, get recognition for that, that there's information to get uh, from that nature. And then also to, to give, to provide back, not that all the beaches, you know, are for the tourists and the, and the industry. Um, so, um, and, and, and also the, the, um, I guess the, the density or, or the, uh, well, and, and, and the other thing too, it's like, if the county is so, you know, they're concerned about the scenic corridors, you know, that's the scenic corridors going to the, in between the towns and the resorts and stuff like that. I understand that. And you can, do those scenic corridors and you can hide um, buildings, you know, but it should not be so weighted towards um, the visitor industry. Um, uh, but, but again, I'm for affordable housing. I, I mean, the state uh, should give land to the, you know, should, can make land. I think the, um, the but the county, needs to find find housing from uh or, or um, find housing from agricultural land protect uh all of the the waterways protect the view plains but people lived on this people worked for generations on you know these these um plantations and that plantations built houses for them. They built stores. They were somewhat taken care of. And, you know, that, that is, and, and the other thing too, people can make more money selling land to, you know, a billionaire than you, than you can, you know, to doing an ag subdivision. So you can't say anymore that, Oh, this is it's somebody who's, you know, just greedy and is just trying to make money. It, it, so anyway, um, but but the uh, but all the environmental stuff. I I I, I did a large ag, um, renewable energy project on there. Just more facilities for. I mean, uh, one thing is that for the for the high school or for the middle school, they need to have more sports. I don't think that there's actually a paid for. You know, it isn't funded. I don't believe by uh, the the DOE, but, but, you know, you need to have after-school programs for middle school, right? And, and there just needs to be more activity and then obviously more jobs that are, are, are not are more diverse jobs, but a lot of farming, a lot of ag. I, I, I did an ag uh, park. I helped do a ag park over here. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, uh, just a more balanced, uh, economy, I guess, is, you know, the big picture. Right on. Well, 
We're just about yeah. running out of time here for our first talk story, but I would like to ask you to come back on in about a month and we can catch up and uh, have have a little bit more of a focused conversation about your subjects. Okay, sure. Right sure, sure. on. So before you go, would you like to tell everybody how they can follow, support, and interact with your campaign? Um, yeah, sure. They uh, My phone number is 808-652-2911 or they can email me at uh, LindnerJI, L-I-N-D-N-E-R-J-I at gmail.com. Right on. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes so they can get in contact with you. Well, okay. All right. Mahalo. Thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. Mahalo for coming on today. Thank Aloha. you. Aloha. Rabbit Holes is a Manava Cow production. This episode was produced by Kadika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.